Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome back to the Donna and Steve Show, Wednesday edition on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, including music. Give me a beat! It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This This is the beat. You guys, Ringo Starr is 80 years old. Oh. 80 years old. He did, um, he had this big star-studded hour-long YouTube special called Ringo Starr's Big Birthday Show. Um, I think he does this every year, if I'm not mistaken. But, um... He was the oldest Beatle when they hit America. He was 23. George was the youngest at 20. Um, but he says he still feels like he's 24 years old. Mm. Wow. Another I fun what his fact. diet is. Right? Oh, he looks good. Oh, yeah. he, uh, his brother-in-law is Joe Walsh. I did not know that they were married to sisters. Really? Because uh, Ringo's been married for 38 years to former Bond girl Barbara Bach. And Joe is married to his sister, Marjorie. Just a little fun fact for everybody. But uh, Cheryl Crow was one of the people who performed. She did All You Need Is Love. And uh, we've got a little bit of it. Give it a listen. Already love it. (laughs) She's playing the ukulele, guitar, accordion, and cello. At the same time? Everything except the horns. Not at the same time, John. That would be really impressive. Say, here we go. All you need is love. Oh, here you go. <laughs> Steve has to put his personal spin on it. Anyway, so that was a uh, a big thing. Uh, you can find it on YouTube. Um, also in music news today, you have something about Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish. Eilish. Uh, I now I knew that she was a Bieber fan. I, did, I don't think I did. Oh, I, yeah. I knew that she was a Bieber fan and that they're now friends, and it's kind of like this cute story of them coming together. It was cool, but here's the story. So um, this comes from a podcast, by the way, that Billie Eilish and her dad have. It's called Me and Dad Radio. Oh, oh my gosh. God. That is so sweet, Steve. <laughs> you can't even. Are you going to start crying? Late, no, but oh, I will. Shoot. I'll tell you in the 11 o'clock hour why I was on the verge of weeping last night watching a TV show. Had to do with the kids mm. growing up. Oh, God, was it an ugly cry? I No, I stopped myself short of it. I felt myself on the brink, and it was like, if I do this, this will not be a one-tier situation. This will be hives. I'll have hives on oh, my neck. Okay, okay. Um, anyway, back to Billie Eilish. When she was around 10 years old, she had Bieber fever. I mean, she she really, really had it. Listening to Justin Bieber's music back then for her could just send her into these uncontrollable crying fits. <laughs> Billy's mom uh, said on the podcast, quote, I remember this one really well and the video for the song As Long As You Love Me, which came out in 2012. And Billy was talking about it and being excited that it was coming out and just crying and crying. To which Billie Eilish replied, quote, 
I would watch the music video for this song and just sob. Oh. But get this. If this is to be believed, then maybe mom was kind of joking here, but maybe not. Her mom added, quote, I just want to say we did consider taking you to therapy because you were in so much pain <laughs> oh. over Justin Bieber. Do you want to so- hear the audio of her mom? Oh, please. She and her mom having that discussion? Yes. Okay, here's a little bit of that. I just happen to remember this one really well in the video and Billy talking to me about it and being excited that it was coming out and just crying and crying. And everyone knows the whole Billy, Justin Bieber thing, but this song was a big part of it. I would watch the music video for this song and just sob. <laughs> okay, we have... You know, I just want to say that I, we did consider taking you to therapy for how incredibly... <laughs> you did? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were in so much pain oh, over Justin Bieber. She was about Justin You guys had conversations about taking <laughs> me to therapy, therapy about my Bieberness. <laughs> yeah. It was so intense. No, I, I... It caused you so much pain. <laughs> I know it did. <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh, gosh. so cute, and their little their accents. You could they all sound alike. Yeah. yeah. Now, before any they do, by Billy Billy and sounds like a daughter version of her mom. Her yeah. mom sounds like grown up Billy. Just both kind of just. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but quite likable. Here, before you judge Billie Eilish, let's all remember how good this song was. <laughs> as long as you love me by Justin Bieber. This came out in 2012. Take a listen. Oh. See. Oh, oh, sorry. sorry I here. Oh, no, sorry. no, no. Sorry. Let me make sure that there's no ad. I'm sure there will be. Oh, no. I'll sing. Here, Steve. There ready? I listened to the Justin Bieber, uh, his Spotify go. station. So good. Oh, really? Here come the waterworks. Right. Bieber's Spotify channel. Guys, I'm just telling you, we listened to it for two hours while doing a project over staycation. So good. It, you are reminded of how many just easy listen songs he has. I know half of you out there right now are hearing me saying, you imbecile, you have no musical taste. But the other half who have had Bieber fever know what I'm talking about. It's one banger after another. Aww. So good. I wasn't crying, but that was really good. Come later. All right. (laughs) Hey, I just want to throw this out there. So, you know, people are receiving loans um, for postponed tours. Some of the artists, um, you know, because concert tours are almost completely shuttered through the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. Okay, so Mm -hmm. this has been going on since March. And some of the biggest acts in music, including the Eagles, Pearl Jam, Guns N' Roses, Green Day, They've received federal funding to support their crews for any current and future postponed tours, according to uh, data that was just released on Monday from the Small Business Administration and the Treasury Department. Mm. And it's part of the government's recently enacting in, enacted, excuse me, two trillion dollar CARES Act that is intended for relief for small businesses impacted by the coronavirus. So it looks like the Eagles Pearl Jam and Disturbed took yeah. out some of the larger loans um, being granted somewhere between 350000 and $1 million. Wow. Other artists received between one hundred and fifty and 350000 um, You know, could there be a chance that this is to pay for the crew? You yes. know, who would normally tour it, That's exactly them? what it is for. Okay, okay. Um, yep. So, because, you know, now these, these musicians, 
that, yeah, they're just stuck at home and they're used to just being on the road. Yeah, and if you're a roadie or you're hanging lights sure, you know, yep. for a show, you're you're out of luck, man. Yep. I mean, so many Nickelback, Imagine Dragons, Incubus, Slipknot, My Chemical Romance, Wilco, Tim McGraw, Chainsmokers. I mean, just goes on and on and on. Uh, Gary Clark Jr., Chris Stapleton. Wow. Well, it's nice to know that there is, you know, reinforcement. Yeah. Because this is just killing people. I just, I feel so overwhelmed by all the money that's flowing. I know, and I'm like, it just like kind of blows your mind a little bit? Like, what's going to happen now? When it runs out. Right. I thought we were in Where's it coming from? Yeah. I know. I know, but I think that, I don't know. I was just going to say, I think that that money has been available, has been there for dire emergency really this is a good time for us to remind everyone that we know nothing i don't know anything it scares me yeah it scares me too the unknown scares Mm me hey you guys do you like personality tests yes oh good because apparently there's a fun tiktok personality test that's uh out there right now and i thought i would just give it to you guys get a pen and a piece of paper ready to go and you at home you can take it as well and um we'll get to that coming up in about four minutes from right now on my talk 1071 don't forget coming up at 10 30 today on the donna and steve show the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Yeah. Closing the gap as we flatten the curve. Oh, yes. Yeah. We're doing our part. I lost yesterday, didn't I? No, you, you won. You won Oh, that's yesterday. right. I did win. The tiebreaker, Tom Waits. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you dominated that. And from the moment we, it. From the moment we heard the first note of Tom Waits' voice, I mean, it was a... It was a photo finish. We were both like, Tom Waits. (laughs) It definitely didn't take three minutes. You're right. But a win is a win, right, guys? You're right. Thank you. Absolutely. So that's coming up at 1030. But right now, I thought it might be a little fun to do um, a quiz. Apparently, this is um, big on TikTok right now. Mm. We're talking. Just let me say. We've been talking a lot about TikTok these last couple of days, and it hasn't been me. So notice that it's spreading. Oh, you're right. It's spreading. Like a virus. Yes. All right. I'm trying to find some fun. <laughs> I'm looking for some fun music, like some ding, ding, ding. Like the, the entertainer. Ding. Yeah, something like that. Carnival I don't know where theme. to find anything, though. Oh, okay. I don't know where anything is. I'll do this until you find it. You know what would be fun, Dawn? Um, the music that you guys use for um, Would You Rather. Yep, that's a YouTube video. I'll find it. Oh, awesome. And then Hopefully. I will uh, quiz everybody. Um, this is really dumb. I'll just preface it with that and give Great. you the warning right off the bat. Um, but I am going to ask you four questions. You guys write down your answers and you could say them out loud also, but write them down so we can go back and review. Okay. All right. I'm going to get my pen here. All right. Okay. Dawn, do you have a pen? I do. I am also trying to find a video. All right. I could, I could write down your, um, I could write down family feud, but that's fine. This works. I can't find the other one. All right. Question number one, everybody. What is your favorite animal in the world, please? You can say it aloud. Oh, should we say it aloud? Yeah, say it aloud. Dog. Pig. Okay, we've got one dog, one pig. Dawn. Now let's Steve. Steve, really? Yeah, uh, that changed a little bit since I was bit 
on the face by a dog. That oh did my. hurt my uh, yeah. love for that dogs was kind a little of bit. A, that was kind of a downer. A bit um, of a traumatic experience. But it's just the one. Just the one dog. Okay, question number two. Okay. The question is, what is your second favorite animal in the world? Hmm. I'm going to say cat. All right, Tom. I like it. I'm going to say a whale. Whale. The blue whale with the 1,700-pound tongue? Like a humpback whale. Just a, a whale that just really gives you pause as a small human. Okay. Yeah, also like that creation. anteater thing that we got oh, to haul to be. She's a Temec- Oh, I almost said Temecula, which I think is a city <laughs> in California. Yes, it is. It is. Yeah. I don't know. I always forget how to say okay. it. She's a little anteater. Yeah. We love her. Um, number three, when you think of the ocean, what do you think of? Death, terror. How deep it is. <laughs> okay, yeah. Steve, I'm going to give you depth. Dawn, you'll be terror. Uh, when you think of darkness, you guys, what do you think of? That is your final question. When I think of darkness, what do I think of? Yes. Uh, nighttime. Uh, I, okay. I think of um, comfort. Mm. Oh, good one. Okay. So now we go back and review your answers with... Um, That's it? Yes. Pig, cat, terror, and comfort? Yes. Dog, but, whale, let, depth, night. Let me tell you what your answers mean, okay? Oh, no. Genius. Number Genius. one, the answer that you put is how you perceive yourself. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I'm a dog. I'm you're a retriever. A oh, yeah. Don, you are, you're a pig. Okay. Very oh. smart. Oh, no. But now you have to think of the characteristics of the animal. Oh. Like dogs are loyal. You know, pigs are very smart. Uh-huh. Cute. Whimsical. Right. Okay, so that's how you perceive yourself. Shout out to Norman the pig, who's a big fan of mine. Oh, that's right. Oh, nice. Hi, Norm. And Wilbur, Charlotte's Web. But this is a local pig, right, Don? Oh, yeah, he follows me. I follow him on Instagram. Ooh. He's very cute. He's like a dog. You have to follow Norman. I have to tell you. Well, we'll get to this later, but somebody commented on something I put on Twitter, and I screamed. (gasps) With joy oh, yesterday. Oh, God, Tell that's you about it later. Great tease, Donna. Thank you. We'll get to that after the College of Pop Culture okay. Knowledge. But number two, your answer. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. For what your second favorite animal in the world is how you perceive your partner. Oh, what did I say? <laughs> a whale. Okay, she'll love that. <laughs> and Dawn? I said a cat. Well, think about it. What are some of the characteristics of a cat? Well, cats don't crowd you. They don't wait up for you. See? They're self-sufficient. They're independent, yes. And I think whales have this wonderful, like, this beautiful aspect of intrigue to them of, like, what are they doing? What is going on there? And I also believe that they could fully dominate me. So I guess... Uh, Yeah, That's how you see Lou? Yeah. Okay. Get it, girl. Number three, the question was, when you think of the ocean, what do you think of... Well, this is how you perceive love. <laughs> okay, no, I said depth. 
<laughs> okay, that's good, Steve, because that's very accurate for you. I, and Dawn said terror. <laughs> Didn't Dawn say, quote, death and terror? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, wow. Okay, very, very yeah, telling. Okay. Very You're going to have some explaining to do to that cat, Dawn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Question number four was, when you think of darkness, what do you think of? And this, my friends, is how you perceive death. Oh, oh nighttime. And Dawn said comfort. Oh, that's that's great. I said the unknown in my oh. head. Oh. Hmm. That was fun, right? Totally. I had a it's great fun to not time. Know. I had yeah. a fun time with you guys, too. All right, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> no, 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 Donna. We, uh, we're coming back. We're about to play a game, and we're going to play it with the My Talkers. You can call now, 651-641-1071. You can be a lifeline. Donna will be here for the game. So will I. Don runs the game, and you can choose who you want to put your money on. Call now, 651-641-1071, the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, when we return on the Don and Steve Show on My Talk. Now we dance. And snap. And dance. And snap. Get up, clap it. Time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, Don McLean. I want to see how smart you are. All right, welcome to the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Uh, with a score of 57 for Steve and 45 for Donna Valentine, we are playing right now. And we actually have a caller on the line right now. We don't know who it is. It's going to be a surprise. Hi, what's your name? It's Robin. Robin, Hi, good Robin. to hear from you again. Yes, okay. I'm back. I thought nobody wanted to play with you, so I better call. Oh, thank you. That's great. Whew, okay, glad now, you're here, Robin. Where are you calling from today, Robin? Minneapolis. Minneapolis, a huge population that I don't know right now off the top of my head. I but... think it's around 350,000. That's great. Nope, 425. Wow. Now, wow. remind us, Robin, if you had to eat the same thing every day for the rest of your life, what would it be? It would be steak. Steak, mm-hmm. great yeah. answer. Rockin' Robin. What cut, Robin? What cut of steak? Are you a filet lady? Are you like a T-bone? What do you I'm like? a filet with the bacon wrapped around it. Oh, listen, oh. lady. You and I could have dinner together some night. <laughs> Easy. All right, sorry. Okay, so today's topic on the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, if I have everyone's attention, Donna, Steve, and Robin. <laughs> the topic today is one degree of Beatles. Uh-huh. Things with a close connection to members of the Beatles, appropriate since Ringo Starr's 80 today. Oh, okay, so, Robin, it comes down to you. Who do you think knows more about one degree of Beatles? Yeah, I'm not sure, but I'm going to go with Madonna, girl. Yeah! Right, so yeah. Okay, Steve is going to leave the room Hold now. Hold on, Steve. i got to find my phone so I can text you when it's time to come back. Found it. Okay, okay. great. Okay, once again, one degree of Beatles, things with a close connection to members of the Beatles. Um, Now, Robin, be quiet in the background, and then we'll ask you if you want to change any of the answers uh, after Donna is done answering the questions. Got it? All right. All right, perfect. Are you ready, Donna? Yes. The timer will start after I ask the first question. Okay. Question number one. In his late 80s side project band, he went by the name Nelson Wilbury. Nelson Wilbury. Well, this is the traveling Wilburys, I think. I don't know what the question is. Am I looking for a person or a band? You're looking for uh, the name of the person. Oh, uh, George Harrison. Okay. 
Question two. One of John Lennon's sons had two top ten pop hits in 1984. Name his son. John um, 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 Julian Lennon. Okay. Three. He was the lead in the 1981 slapstick film Caveman. He was the lead. John Lennon. Okay. <laughs> All right. I don't know. Robin, do you want to change any of her answers? Her first answer was George Harrison. In the late '80s side project, ba- in his late '80s side project band, he went by the name Nelson Wilbury. She said George Harrison. No clue. Okay. Okay. Number two, she said Julian Lennon. Do you want to change that? Nope. That that sounds good. Okay. And then last one, he was the lead in the 1981 slapstick film Caveman. <laughs> I think that was Ringo Starr. Let's just do the Ringo then. You want to change it to Ringo Starr. Okay. Thank Let's you, ask Robin. Steve to come back into okay. the room. Got it. Sent. Okay. Okay. That was tricky. How are you guys feeling? I'm feeling decent. Hello. Decent. Hello, Hi, Steve. Steve. Hey, what's up, guys? How's hey. everybody doing? Pretty good. Thanks for asking. How's your cologne? Still strong? Real good. Yep. That I just, was cologne, uh, not colon. I oh. switched shirts. <laughs> oh, cologne is awesome. <laughs> Yes, oh. thanks, Robin. Okay. Robin, thanks. You'll like I'm wearing Club de Nuit. It's a very intense, spicy fragrance. Okay. Lovely. Okay. All right. Uh, once again, Steve, to remind you, one degree of Beatles, things with a close connection to the members of the Beatles. Okay. Okay, ready. are you ready? Yes, ma'am. The timer will start after I ask the first question. In his late 80s side project band, he went by the name Nelson Wilbury. George Harrison. Okay. Question two. One of John Lennon's sons had two top ten pop hits in 1984. Name this son. John Lennon the second. Okay. Question three. He was the lead in the 1981 slapstick film Caveman. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 We'll say Ringo Starr. Final. Okay. Miserably. All right, let's uh, go over the answers. In his late 80s side project band, he went by the name Nelson Wilbury. Donna said George Harrison. Robin didn't know. Steve said George Harrison. You're both correct. Yeah, ding, 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 beep. All right, question two. One of John Lennon's sons had two top ten pop hits in 1984. Name this son. Donna said Julian Lennon. Steve said John Lennon II. Quiet, Robin. The answer is Julian Lennon. Donna gets another point. Okay, but technically you'll take John Lennon the second. All right, sweet. Two to two. He was, uh, question three, he was the lead in the 1981 slapstick film Caveman. Donna first said John Lennon, but uh, Robin said change it to Ringo Starr. She did. Steve said Ringo Starr. You're both correct with Ringo Starr. Wow, way to Robin. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That Yay. Robin wins a T-shirt today. All right, Donna. Yeah, we did it. Whee. Three for three, Steve. Oh you gosh. got two out of three. Not bad, though. Yeah. Not yeah. bad, Steve. Darn. But this is a, this is the, shows you the value of a quality lifeline like Robin. That's right. Oh, That's right. You. It would have been a tie otherwise. <laughs> that would have been a disaster. Okay. All right, we know Robin. how those go. Right, Robin. <laughs> Thank you for calling. Thank Let's you for picking me. Hold. I'll get your info in just a second. Okay? All right. Have a good day, guys. Okay, you Hi, too. Robin. Hold Don't on. Go anywhere. Okay. Hold on. All righty, Steve. Bugger. Boy, that, that these are these are really tricky and good. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, these make I you hate think. them. 
but yes. Yeah, totally hate him. Totally, totally hate him. I, I went back and forth on um, Sean Lennon, but he didn't have any hits that I could recall. And I know Julian, gosh, what was the one song that he had? It was really good. I loved it. There I was got a my Sean eye Lennon? on you. Yeah. Oh. Wait, wait or is I that got right? my mindset on. Not that is one. that him? I don't know. Oh, man. I didn't know that John Lennon had any children until three minutes ago. Are you serious? You ain't lying, girl. Oh, and Julian Lennon looks exactly like him. Huh. Exactly. Is that right? Yes, Queen. Uh, <laughs> I'm dying to know what that Julian Lennon song was. I wish that was provided. Here, um, I got it. Don't 1984, worry. 1984, she said. Julian Lennon, 84. thought it was even later he had some hits. His uh, biggest too hit Late was... for Goodbyes. <gasps> okay, yep. Okay. Uh, that was his, uh, and then there was also that peaked at number five. Valot, stick around. Stick around. Stick around, yeah. Say you're wrong. Hmm. Okay. Jesse. All right, now, now you're going now too you're far. in heaven. Yep. No. Okay. Now. Hey, um, what's this? What's the deal? Can you tell us about this email that you got that you you were teasing about that made you scream? Or not an email, oh, an Instagram. Yeah. Comment or so like that. okay, I um I'm a big fan of the artist Michael Beerauer, who is a local artist, and so I have a couple of his pieces at my home. He does like, you'd be very familiar with his work. He had a a place in the Mall of America. If you went to Rick Bronson's House of Comedy, a lot of his art is there. You'll see it, you know, at businesses all over the place. He's got like, it almost looks like underwater, like leaning um, um, paintings and prints of local haunts you know local yeah yeah. a bridge like the hennepin avenue bridge or you'll see the monte carlo can you say his name again michael bierauer b-i-r-a-w-e-r great thank you you're welcome steve you'll you'll recognize all of these when once you put it in there anyway he melissa peterman and i back in march she was on twin cities live and i i spied a uh, a photo mm-hmm. that her dad had taken, but I thought it was one of this guy's prints. And then I said, oh, look at mine. And I pointed to mine of the Monte Carlo, which is a restaurant in the oh, yeah. North Loop, yeah. um, which has a very special place in my heart. So just all these months later, he just liked, he just wrote so cool. Oh, my. And I was like, ah! That's your style, too, Donna, is like an oddly (laughs) timed response to something, (laughs) you know, like, but yours, yours is a lot better than that. You'll do like a day later, you'll like a tweet or, you know. Oh, Hannah got so mad at me last night because I started responding to, there's a video of me finding a toad in my house. Yeah. And I just started responding to all the responses. So she sent me a selfie of her with a. Uh, an irritated look on her face and then a screenshot of all my responses. And I go, well, shut your notifications off. And she was like, now I was like, okay, well then you can't complain about me being interactive with our listeners. Isn't that the whole point of social media? You are so right. It is, it is, um, you are right, Donna. You're right. You're I was, right. A, I was a couple of days the late. The timing is always weird with you. Um, 
Our former producer, Ryan Perpich, would uh-huh. often give you a hard time about that as well as to, like, just just an oddly time. You respond to text messages at weird times. Yeah. It's Sometimes I don't. Kinda... You know why? Because I'm not tied to my phone. Or I know, my... Liberty. So my phone's always, like, in another area of the house when these things happen so i get to it when i can i mean that my yeah. phone is for me not for you right ooh, ooh, ooh. I, I am woman hear me roar yeah wow. i mean it's for my convenience you know I, and i'm sorry if i'm not on social media all the time on it's really hard to do a radio show and be on instagram and twitter and facebook all at the same time there's a lot of moving parts so hey 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 sorry hey, i'm listen, sorry listen, i blew up you're not guys on trial all right here, all right okay. i'm oh, sorry sheesh i, I rest my this case we really touched on write this down yeah okay. do not bring this up it's just a lot tiktok the... for steve <laughs> donna timely social media posts <laughs> Sorry. Like, you know how some people will post something That's and then funny. stick around, yeah, to see if people are respond. I don't do that. I post something and then yeah. I and then I go to bed. You know, you'll be <laughs> you know? you'll be happy with me, Don. I know that we have to go. Um you'll be happy that my I looked my daily average on Instagram for the last week, eleven minutes. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Okay. Which, and mine is really pared down for me. I know you uh, did your my, um, thirty seconds. My phone time has gone um the past week down 24% my time spent you. on my phone. So thank you. Hey, speaking of phones and technology, we get tipsy after the break. I'm going to yes. tell you a few different words that could trigger your A-L-E-X-A or your Siri or your uh-huh. Google Play. Mm-hmm. Uh, words you'll want to avoid if you don't want them chiming in. Mm-hmm. That coming up when we return on the Don and Steve show on My Talk. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Time to be useful. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 If you happen to have in, and I'm just going to say it, I'm going to free myself. I'm not going to spell it, I'm going to say it. Okay. If you have an Alexa, if you have a Siri, if you have a Google Home Assistant, you know that sometimes they chime in when they haven't been called upon, certainly not intentionally. Researchers set devices up next to televisions, and they played hundreds of hours of shows like Game of Thrones, Modern (laughs) Family, House of Cards, news broadcasts. And they did this so that they could just figure out when did these virtual assistants perk up and say, yes? (laughs) They found over 1,000 words and phrases that can trigger them. Now, they have not released the full list yet, but here are a few examples. If you have an Alexa... The Alexa can be triggered by the words unacceptable. Hmm. Let me try that. Oh, I don't have an Alexa. I have a Siri. Oh, okay. Stand by. We'll get to that. I was looking at her phone. I was. I was. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, All right. Election. Okay. And a letter. Like, I got a letter in the mail. So, unacceptable. I got an unacceptable letter in the mail about the election. Oh, Alexa. Your nice. Alexa just starts to smoke oh, at that I'm point. Oh, I'm sorry. How about this? For the Google Home Assistant folks, for both of you who have a Google Home Assistant, and can be triggered by, okay, cool, and, <laughs> okay, who's reading? <laughs> I don't even know oh when gosh. you would ever say that sentence. But is why would Google respond to that? Okay, go- Oh, it's okay, Google. That's why. Oh, mm-hmm. yep. So if you say, okay, cool. It hears that. Okay, now Donna, 
Yeah. Your options that you can try with your phone. Okay. Uh, this for Siri can be a city or hey, Jerry, like if you're watching Seinfeld. Hey, Jerry. Yep, nothing. Now say a city. A city. Yeah, nothing. I wonder if you... Now say, hey, Siri. I don't even know if you have this set up on your phone. <laughs> I don't either. Just try it. Hey, Siri. Okay. It responded, right? Uh, it just said, hey, Siri, as if I were leaving a text. I hear you. Could you please repeat what you <laughs> Hey, Jerry. Hello. <laughs> okay. Hey, Jerry. Hey, Jerry. Hey, Hello, Jerry. Jerry. And... Uh, Okay. All right. All right. Got <laughs> it, it works. Okay. Did you know this is also a virtual assistant? It's called the Microsoft Cortana. Yeah. What the heck is that? It I gets, or maybe it. it's Cortana because it gets confused by the word Montana. <laughs> so now you know those are just a few of the trigger words Fun. for your virtual assistant. So careful speaking. And now this preventing catalytic converter theft. Okay. Okay. Yeah. First of all, Dawn had her catalytic converter stolen. We also have a listener, Brian, who had his stolen. Uh, my roommate has a co-worker down the street who had his stolen from the parking lot. The appeal is the metals used in manufacturing them. Mm-hmm. They contain platinum, rhodium, and palladium. Ooh. They're expensive mm-hmm. metals, and thieves sell the converters to scrapyards for hundreds of dollars apiece, depending on the size of the converter, and the current rate on the metals, okay? So it can cost an average of $2,000 to replace a catalytic converter. Mine is 1461 Unbelievable. <gasps> oh, my oh, it's gosh. What a oh, terrible. It's illegal to drive your car without one <clears throat> because it makes the car um, run poorly until it's fixed. And it damages your hearing forever. <laughs> it's so well, loud. that I was just going to say yeah. symptoms of converter theft. You will notice a loud rumbling or roaring sound as you turn on the engine. If it's missing, then this gets louder when you hit the gas. Yes. yes. Oh, gosh. I feel like this happened to me once before, but it wasn't stolen. It was just needed a new one. Okay. Um, so this is a round canister that connects two pieces of piping in the exhaust. And you will know it was stolen if you look under your car and you see a uh, like a gapping, gaping, not gapping, space in the middle of your exhaust if it's missing. Mine was right next to my passenger front wheel well. Wow. That's where he looked and immediately. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Here's what they say you should do. Always park in well-lit areas when possible. I a doy. Oh, okay. man, Don. You did all the right things. The only thing they say is, um, obviously, keep your car in the garage if you can. Park close to the building entrance, which you did, or the nearest road, um, access road when parking in a public lot. This is due to the you know increased amount of pedestrian traffic mm-hmm. in those areas. Uh, security devices are available that attach to your catalytic converter. Now you're talking. Which makes it harder to steal. I don't know how much money they are. Worth it, though. I would... Say, probably. Um, you can also have it welded into place, Ooh. which makes it more difficult to remove. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, you I can like borrow that. my welder gun. Okay. What? I did welding in college oh, and stagecraft and construction. Oh, maybe you can do this yourself. Oh, I didn't think you'd answer like that. I don't have a welder huh? gun. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Damn it. I have a glue gun. 
No, that'll work. Yeah, I don't know how to fine. use it, though. Okay, if you have a security system on your car, they say you should calibrate it so vibration will set it off. Oh, I don't know if you can do that. Okay. So that ensures that the alarm activates if a thief tries to saw the converter off. I, yeah, I do have an alarm, and I was wondering why it didn't go off. I thought mm. maybe they cut the wire to the, um, the, the, the battery cable because I know where that is for sure. Yeah, I, I think... I was going to do this. Okay. I was going to laminate something that says, God is watching you, and tape <laughs> oh. it onto it. Oh. With, with duct tape. That's nice. So or, when they look under there, they go, whoop. You could probably write on it with a Sharpie. Yeah. Yeah. I think it um, might be, yeah. I uh you oh, can about, engrave the VIN number. Her daughter's number. coming. Her daughter's coming next week. Tattoo the catalytic converter. Oh, perfect. Oh, well, that's, that's funny you say that because they say you could engrave your VIN number onto the converter to make it easier to identify in mm-hmm. case it does get stolen. But it doesn't really sound like cops are out looking for catalytic converters. Why don't they or, just go to the scrapyards and go, hey, how yeah. about these Where'd people that this? come in this and is a sell raid. these to you? Yeah. Yeah, not a bad idea. They should have some... There, there should be some uh, accountability when it comes to that. I agree. I mean, I've had my bike stolen before, and that is just, you really feel mm. out when of My car was stolen. Was it out of the garage? <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah, I mean, you really feel violated. I was in. Uh, oh. In the middle of the day, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's In horrible. the middle of the day, it got stolen? Yeah. What happens oh, is cars try to come in. To the garage, they try to piggyback on a car that has the, um, what do you call it? The thing that opens oh, the garage door? you mean, oh, uh, like a secure garage. Okay. Yes. So, this was my house that I first moved into here oh, in Minnesota okay. that had its own garage. But still, yeah, you got to watch that. Mine was in the same building that Jason lives in. People get mad if you don't let them in, but I sit there and I don't no. let them in behind Sorry, me. Sorry, I don't know who you are. Yeah, beat By it. By the way, my dad says don't tape anything to your catalytic converter. It gets very hot. Okay. Oh, good no to way. know. Okay, so we'll engrave <laughs> it or something. God is um, watching you engraved. Yeah, there goes your laminate. There you go. Uh, you guys, I watched half of two different programs yesterday. I'll give you my review on the first halves up next. Some people celebrate the holidays, but you, you dominate the holidays. You deck the halls, the mantle, and anything else that will stand still. You deserve a bold cold brew that's as festive as you. Topped with creamy cookie butter cold foam, covered in cookie butter crumbles, and perfectly pairable with our new cookie butter donut, Dunkin's Cookie Butter Cold Brew is a delicious match for your decked out domination. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.